Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 397. We've got a great guest, folks. We've got Adrian Toby from Groundhog. I've been looking forward to this interview. I know I say it regularly, but I actually have been looking forward to this. And Adrian seems to have the right attitude for this program, actually. Adrian, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Absolutely. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I've also been looking forward to this podcast. I'm super excited. Uh, my name is Adrian. I am the founder and CEO of a marketing automation plugin for WordPress called Groundhog. Uh, we started uh, not too long ago, actually, just last August is when we actually started development. And from since then, we've come a really, really long way. And what we're trying to do is democratize digital marketing and sales tools for the WordPress community that didn't previously exist. Uh, as far as I'm aware, we're the first uh, fully featured CRM and uh, marketing automation, that's the key one, uh, platform that's actually built specifically for WordPress. Uh, me personally, this isn't my first go around in actually producing a WordPress plugin. I used to produce a, a plugin called Formlift. Uh, which is a, or I still produce technically, a plugin called Formlift, uh, which is for our main competitor in Fusionsoft, uh, or one of our main competitors, a very popular CRM. Um, and we produce that plugin as kind of, I don't know, bas- basically it's just adware now for, <laughs> for Groundhog. And um, uh, I went to uh, the University of Toronto, did some computer science there. I dropped out in order to pursue this. Uh, in my third year, so we're all in here. <laughs> all right, we're all in. And I've got my great co-host, Sally. Oh, sorry, Cindy. Sorry, I'm sorry, Cindy. My, my, my brain's gone to... Just watch Spongebob. Yeah, there you are, Cindy. <laughs> Don't you introduce, introduce yourself, Cindy? Yes, hello, everyone. Um, another Canadian here, uh, Cindy Nicholson from thecoursewhisperer.com, um, where I help entrepreneurs that are looking to create awesome online courses. Yep. And before we go into the main interview, I'd like to mention one of our great sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. Kinsta only specializes in WordPress hosting. They're big enough to have all the technical bells and whistles, but still small enough to care. Great support. They um, they host all their websites on Google Cloud, but what you're getting is a superb interface. And the real important thing is you're getting fantastic support 24-7 from their technical support crew, which is all in-house, and they're all A1 trained. They know what they're talking about. You're not just going to get somebody that doesn't really know what they're talking about. They're all superbly trained. Um, and that's what you get. So you get all the bells and whistles, stage insight, latest version of PHP. If you're looking to host a membership, learning management, um, WordPress-powered website, these are the people to look at. And the same goes with WooCommerce. I can't highly recommend them. We host the WP Tonic website with them. Right, straight into the interview. So um, I do an earlier show before I do this one, actually, um, Adrian, and um, we were discussing a recent news story that Mel, um, MailChimp has um, said they're, they're really building, um, they're going to build a full-featured 
um, including website, hosting the whole. Um, I have indeed been following the story. And they got $700 million to do something they with it. Incredible. Uh, Incredible uh, amount of funding. But, so, um, you know, is you're in the hot spot of um, technology in a way. Um, what, what do you think um, WordPress can offer in, against the mammoth that is MailChimp? MailChimp is indeed a mammoth, and they have an incredible customer base, and I see they're, they're everywhere I go. But what sets, what sets products or any cloud or software as a service-based product apart from the WordPress community is that you own nothing if you were to use any of those platforms. As soon as you stop paying for that platform or you violate a terms of service or you, know, they, you are a uh, business type that is not supported by their platform, then any data or any investment that you had into that product, including your financial investment, is, is worth technically nothing because they can take that away from you. You don't own any of the data. They have access to all of your clients' data. Uh, so if you were looking to own the, the, the things that you build and the things that you invest your time in, well, then WordPress offers the way to do that as it has done for the last you know, half decade or a decade or so, right? So that's really what sets you know, these products like MailChimp or ClickFunnels, for example, uh, if you're looking at uh, things like, and I had mentioned Infusionsoft before, or ActiveCampaign, they all offer tools to build your websites, to build your stores, to build your order pages. But any of that data that you put and invest in that time, you don't actually have any of it personally. And if you wanted to take it out and move it elsewhere, you can't. So that's, that's how they get you. You're, you're stuck with that platform or, or else you want to manually rebuild everything using different architecture, different tools, different, uh, different UI. Oh, you have to go through that whole learning curve again. Well, uh, WordPress is kind of like this universal tool that you can basically bring from host to host. You can modify it. You can install plugins that you need, remove the ones that you don't, and so on and so forth. So I think that's what really sets it apart. So while this will certainly be good for the less technically advanced people, the people who don't want to take on the burden of hosting their own website or manage it and keep plugins updated, then this will be a great solution. But for those who are looking to really build uh, their business as as a full-time thing and they're going to be looking at hiring employees and hiring a team, then WordPress will definitely be the way forward because you get that customizability. You get that ownership of what you're building. Yeah, I think you put that so great. And also there's hybrids. I know a certain company that runs the hosting and updates all the plugins if you've got a membership. learning Manage there. WordPress. Yeah, uh, um, I think it's called WP Tonic, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cindy, um, got a question. Yeah, sure. Adrian, welcome. And congratulations on your business. Uh, Thank you. I, I can imagine everything that has gone into getting to where you are today. So congratulations. A lot um, of blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, I can imagine. So so I actually, maybe you can kind of talk, I'm always interested to hear, you know, the origin story of how things came to be. You know, what, what were you doing that you saw this need and what hole are you filling in the in the marketplace today in terms of how you differentiate yourself? So before I was doing this, I was an Infusionsoft certified partner and I was a partner for a few other CRMs as well. Uh, I worked in a digital marketing agency and my sole responsibility uh, was essentially to make our clients more money using marketing automation, automating a lot of systems processes, 
uh, automating follow-up for these companies, using these tools, building the landing pages, all of these things. Um, and time and time again, a client would come to us, and before they had even purchased, or uh, sorry, before they had come to us, they had purchased these platforms, was just paying their monthly donations to these tools because they were extremely expensive or extremely complicated and they couldn't take the time to get out of their business to actually build these systems and processes. They couldn't take the time to learn it. They were busy, obviously, operating their business, so they had to come to us and pay uh, not an insignificant amount of money to do it for them. And then when we were done, they still didn't have the knowledge or, or we did our best to train them, but they still couldn't get out of their business in order to take the time to learn to continue to manage and keep that system up to date, create new marketing campaigns, to build pages, to, to do all of those things. It was still too complicated for them. And they had to log into both their WordPress website. They had to manage this other platform as well. So they need to keep two separate logins. And then there were three or four maybe different uh, API connectors like Zapier, for example, that connected both of them and they had to manage that. And it was just super complicated. And after, and I got really good at it because obviously I do it for these companies, but it was so frustrating when I would get the, the torrent of emails maybe about a month after we were done. It's like, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? It's like, we trained you how to do that. It's like, yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, so I, have, I thought there just had to be a better way. I had already at this time built, I had mentioned another product called Formlift, which sole responsibility was to make web forms pretty for Infusionsoft because they're not. And uh, so I had some previous experience and that has over about a thousand customers at the moment. So it did okay. It generates modest revenue yearly. And like, well, I can take that knowledge that I have from producing that plugin. And what I can do is I can bring that whole experience, that whole marketing experience, all of the APIs, all the connections, all the emails, and if I could just bring it into the WordPress where people, in most cases, already know how to use WordPress, they can transfer that knowledge from using WordPress to using Groundhog in order to run their promotions, their marketing campaigns, and that's exactly what I did. So I built that, and that way they can use that knowledge that they have pre-existing and then transfer it over and start managing their campaigns in relatively short order with minimal roadblocks and minimal learning curve. And, and, and how did you, you know, again, you saw this gap. How did you, did you go any, through any sort of validation or like, did you talk to people about what, you know, if they would be interested? Like, what was your process in order to go, yes, I've got a business idea here and I'm, I'm going to move forward with it? Uh, well, we, we knew there was a market. So currently the CRM industry is something like $18 billion a year. Uh, and new ones start every day, and you know, new ones perish every day. It is a, it, as Mailchimp just got seven hundred million dollars to invest in marketing automation. So this is obviously something that a, a many many businesses need because you can essentially cut out a lot of manual labor by just replacing it with automation. Um, but the the only open source or or free or or cost effective alternative that exists. Didn't, didn't work with WordPress actually very well. It you know, required like a whole IT team to set up. Uh, alternatively, you would have to go to, for example, MailChimp or ActiveCampaign, and you'd have to invest in this monthly fee, uh, and then you'd have to spend time learning that. And there, there wasn't a single marketing automation solution. There, there are a few CRM solutions for WordPress, and we incorporate that as well, but there wasn't a single one that handled marketing automation for WordPress yet. So we thought we'd be the first and like WooCommerce before us, we operate on the same business model. Uh, Shopify came before WooCommerce uh, and all of the other CRMs came before Groundhog, but we're going to kind of be our dark, the dark horse and, and rise up through and, and proliferate 
uh, through the WordPress community. It is very low barrier to get started since we do host it in the WordPress repository. It's a one-click install. And we believe, uh, or at least people have told us, and we've all been validated, we have over 100 clients and reputable businesses already using it. So we, we know that there's a market for it and that people can be successful using it. So we think, or at least we're, we're aiming for at least the word of mouth and spreading it. And we know there's a market for it and that people can be successful with it. That's awesome. Uh, Jonathan. Yeah, so you, I think the other thing um, that's not pointed out is that with like example, I don't want to pick on them, but lead pages when they bought Drip, they they seem to be in a bit of a flux. You know, if you kind of you can buy into a company and they can be the lead at the moment, and then you've invested and they can lose their way a little bit. And I sense that with lead pages and with drip, they're trying to find a, they've lost their way a little bit. They would defute that, but um, that's my honest feeling. And the same, um, um, the, you could say the same a little bit with Infusionsoft and um, now they're focusing on a, a joint product called Keep, isn't it? Um, yes, that is, that is what it's called. So you can buy in... Mixed reactions for that one. <laughs> Well, they're advertising enough. Of, I don't know what the advertising budget's been, but it, a lot. A lot. Um, so you can really buy into um, uh, one of these SaaS models and they could be the leader of the pack. And then um, then they're not, are they? That that can be a problem as well, can't it, Adrian? Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I fully understand the question. I'm going to be honest. So I'm going to... Because well, you're buying it, you're hoping that they're going to keep up with the other competition. Um, like lead pages was right. the, the darling of landing pages. You know, I think at the present moment, um, click funnel is pretty, um, but that has, you know, um, their landing pages are can be pretty ugly, can't they? But you're, there's not much you can do about it, is there? No. So I, th- I think the thing about SaaS products, at least what I've seen, from, I've been in the email marketing and marketing automation industry for about six or seven years at this point. And they all seem to have, or at least the SaaS products or the SaaS versions all seem to have a shelf life. Uh, mostly due to the fact that many of them require outside investment in order to keep the lights on. Uh, and for example, Infusionsoft has never been profitable. Uh, so they need to keep going back to investors and then it essentially becomes a race to the bottom with their competitors because they're looking to become profitable uh, and the investors are looking at their bottom line and they can't focus on what really makes them great. Uh, lead pages, uh, they lost their way because they got bought out. Constant contact got bought out. Uh, and when that happens, they cut costs. They're looking at, uh, they're looking around like, what can we cut? What can we, uh, what can we turn into a lean operation? And they can no longer focus on what really made them stand out in the first place. Um, we don't necessarily have that op- that that issue simply because, based on WordPress, we can focus on what makes WordPress great, which is the fact that it's open source. We can build a community around it. Everybody is is open and freely able to contribute to Groundhog and make it the product that works best for them. Uh, we're, we don't operate behind closed doors and keep our IP to ourselves. We freely share it with the world. And most of all, we can, since we have like zero or almost no infrastructure in order to actually support the product, since all of the hosting is done on part of the consumer, uh, we don't need to necessarily invest you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in IT or, or keeping IT people around. So 
we don't necessarily have the same issues that growing software as a service companies have. We have a different set of issues. It's not like we're issue free. It's not like we're issue free. Uh, for example, self-hosting comes with its own kind of roadblocks in, the, in, in a few cases. Uh, but we come with the. But it's not a set of issues that would distract us from what our core purpose is, which is helping small businesses grow with WordPress. That's great. Over to you, Cindy. So, so you've got. Um your business, it, it, what were the first few months um, starting up like? Like, how, what was your strategy in terms of letting people know that you existed and how you differentiated yourself? How did you, how did you go about rolling out and kind of introducing your, your business to the world? Uh, well, the first couple of months were just development. We have, we have to have a product first. Uh, we didn't, uh, fortunately, we actually, the, the actual first generation of the product didn't take too long to build. It only took about a couple months. Uh, and then from that point, we developed a couple uh, strategic partnerships. Uh, for example, a notable one is with WPEP from Grow, Grow, Learn, Teach, which is an LMS, and we have a little bit of a cross-promotion going there. Uh, we have an extension that allows people to uh, build their courses, and as the, the, the courses drip through their account, they can start and stop automation and Groundhog to send the relevant email sequences and cross-sells and upsells. Uh, so that is a nice strategic partnership. Uh, we also uh, were introduced to a man named Michael Short, who's with the, the WordPress as a Service uh, business, and we were able to proliferate Groundhog through the WordPress as a service community. Uh, so people are building their own uh, kind of like active campaigns and stuff using uh, Groundhog. And there's a, there's a couple other notable partnerships as well, but a lot of it is uh, basically been word of mouth. Uh, I get introduced to uh, uh, some pretty brilliant WordPress contributors, uh, and they're like, wow, you know, you've built something really great here. Is there an opportunity for you to come on my podcast? Just as I received an email from Jonathan uh, and that's how we're able to let people know that this product exists. And generally, it, you know, the first reaction that we get is it's kind of it's kind of good, too good to be true. But it's not. We're really we're really we're really here to just help people grow their businesses and uh, uh, almost be the altruistic alternative for marketing automation. <laughs> that's awesome, uh, Jonathan. Right, we're going to go for a break and when we come back, we're going to be delving in the area of automation a bit more. Back in a few moments, folks. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well-known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no-question-asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the podcast. We're coming back. We're talking all things automation. Before we continue the discussion, I just want to give you some info. Me and Cindy are doing a webinar on the 30th, Thursday the 30th at 9am Pacific Standard Time. It's the seven things you need to know when you're doing your first course. And you really do need to know these things. Cindy's all pumped up, ready to do this. She's going to pull up with me as well. So she must be a saint. So um, how can you join us and learn? You know, basically you just go to WP Tonic Webinar and you'll be able to register free. And like I say, it's going to be a live 
um, webinar and you'll be able to ask us questions after the presentation. Please join us. It's going to be fun. See you. Um, on, so I think one of the things about WordPress until recently, you know, how did you build a, a funnel? How did you build um, something that could um, compete with, let's say, ClickFunnel again? I think with the page builders, with Animator, with Beaver Builder, um, and there's a couple of others, I think some of the problems about building landing pages, is that another reason why you saw opportunity in this market? Because it became easier to build landing pages that could fit into an optimization model. The tools that are available to work for WordPress to market a company, to sell products, to exactly as you said, build pages are developing, I believe, much faster than their software as a service counterparts can even keep up. The amount of user contribution that goes into these products is so much greater than the 10 or maybe 15 IT people that can work in a software as a, uh, software as a service product. So uh, the just immense amount of tools that exist for WordPress existed, but marketing automation for WordPress didn't exist yet, which is kind of why we, we stepped up in to fill that gap because we have WooCommerce for sales pages or you have uh, easy digital downloads or you have uh, cart flows or, or any of the notable e-commerce solutions for WordPress. Uh, and then you have your Elementors, your Beaver Builders, your WP Bakeries, you have your page builders that exist in order to create some pretty stunning content, some pretty stunning websites. So the, the only part that was missing was the the email, the, uh, the contact collection, the CRM, the drag and drop, that stuff just didn't exist yet. So that we with with us, you now have kind of your suite of tools that are available to you. You install Elementor, you install WooCommerce, you install Groundhog, and you have your basic, essentially like a whole click funnels, uh, as you had noted, operation within your WordPress website for a fraction of the cost. ClickFunnels, for example, is $299 a month US. Uh, in order to get your email, your pages, uh, and uh, what I would classify as subpar automation. Um, but with, with uh, $67 a year for Elementor, free for WooCommerce, or unless you need extensions, and free for Groundhog, you're looking at a pretty nominal cost in order to have a, a, what would appear to be a superior solution. Over to you, Cindy. Um, so it's interesting you're talking about your strategic partners and one of them being, you know, an LMS provider. Um, so it, maybe you can give some advice around automate, you know, our audience is course creators, people who have membership sites, you know, what advice do you have for those, those individuals who are looking to, you know, use something like your product in, in terms of helping automate, you know, their business? The, the, Biggest holdup that I ever see, and, and it says somewhere on our website to, to avoid this at all costs, uh, is uh, at one point you just have to go and you can't, you can't be building stuff forever. You will, everybody tries to make their product perfect. They try to make sure that there's no typos in every single email. They try it, they test and test and test and test and test and they find a thing. Eventually, at one point, you have to say, screw it and whatever happens kind of happens, but you're not going to make any money. You're not going to make any change by testing things. At one point, you have to say, all right, well, we have to release this. We have to sell this. We have to get the word out. We have to 
you know, sell products and make money at some point. So if you're building a course or you're building a marketing campaign or you're building a website, at one point you have to just release it to the world and whatever comes, comes, your customers will tell you if something's not working. Uh, they may not be happy about it when they tell you, but at least they will tell you. And at that point, you give them the discount code to make them go away. But you just have to launch. Uh, that, that is the big thing. When we started, we launched, uh, we had a soft launch in about in around November. And we had version one of the product, which is not nearly as pretty and well put together as it is today. But we had to get something other. We had to start building our audience. We had to start building people. We had to start building our, our fan base. Uh, and some people, you know, have been with us since day one. Some people left day one. And that's kind of just the way that business works, though. You kind of have to put that aside. You can't make everybody happy. You just gotta, you just gotta start producing your product and you just start getting it out there. You can test, you know, for a few days, but that's it. Uh, you know, as soon as you have some semblance of something that might work, just start getting it out there. Yeah, no, that's good advice. And and I find uh, course creators in particular, their delay tactic is always, you know, wanting to make sure the content is just right to make everything just right. And they end up delaying it for that reason. And so it uh, that's how it manifests itself with course creation. So that make that that's good advice. Uh, Jonathan. Now, Adrian, um, no, it's a, it's a problem that's put against WordPress and also it came up with your plugin. You had a security problem with your plugin and, you know, um, I've been pushing you on some WordPress um, groups and I, I've been saying to people, go and look at Groundhog. And then somebody came up and they said, "What? no, don't do that. It, it had a security problem. What was the problem and um, how, how have you dealt with it and what, how have you learned from it? So while unfortunate, plugins are, and especially when you have someone that is expansive as ours at this point, uh, we have a small development team here with a very, very large product. It is inevitable that things uh, drop through the cracks. But when they do, it's all about how you handle it. So we sent an email out or, or we released, uh, as soon as it made aware of us, we released an update in maybe less than five minutes and it was already pushed in the WordPress repository in relatively short order. We made every, sure everybody knew that they had to update. Uh, this was uh, the update. The, the, the biggest problem was that there was, it was an unresponsible uh, disclosure there was a company called Plug or uh, Plugin Vulnerabilities. Uh, they were releasing zero-day vulnerabilities in a lot of popular plugins. Certainly, some more popular than ours, uh, with some automatic monitoring stuff. And uh, we were made aware of it. We fixed it as soon as possible, and we made sure that an update was made. Uh, and we released a page uh, called called vulnerable or responsible vulnerability disclosure to make sure that this doesn't happen again in the future. Uh, and we certainly always check over everything twice. But we have a big product, and unfortunately, uh, there will inevitably be uh, other security flaws. And hopefully they don't get released in the same way that is rather irresponsible on part of, the, of this particular researcher. Um, but we're here to make sure that nothing ever truly terrible happens. Uh, and as far as I'm aware, there was absolutely no actual harm caused that a result of this breach. Uh, so at least we can kind of give that one a thumbs up that nothing actually truly terrible happened. Yeah, I thought you handled it really well, actually. Um, and I was saying to Cindy that there's this notion that the SAS don't have security problems and it's a delusion. What they do is they don't publicize them, do they? They do not. So uh, we are certainly kept accountable due to the fact that 
all of our products are open source. Uh, all of our extensions, all of our IP, everything is is freely available through to the WordPress community. Uh, the the thing about software as a service uh, is that they keep their IP cl- close to heart. So when they do have security breaches, they have certain uh, vulnerability disclosure guidelines where they don't necessarily, in their terms of service, have to actually disclose anything that may have happened. Um, for example, there there are a couple notable. Uh, not necessarily CRM companies, but just notable people like Inuit and have large databases of email addresses and information that are held close that get breached from time to time. Xerox, for example, and their uh, online platforms. So they might not necessarily release it and uh, whether or not that, and they also have access to your data just because. So whether anybody or any companies who host their data on these large software as a service products, that data is not private to you. They are freely able to go and use that data in order to compile statistics, lists, sell that data to third-party providers. It's in their terms of service if you look at it. So whether or not it's just a security breach, your data is actually being shared regardless of whether they actually breached or not. So that's another consideration. Oh, that's great. We're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. Cindy's got to go off early. Um, hopefully, Adrian's going to stay on and we'll have a, some bonus content for, for sure. 10, 12 minutes. And I'm going to ask Adrian um, if he was if he had a course, how he would build um, his initial funnels, what areas he would look at. And hopefully, so you'll be able to watch that on the WP Tonic website or the WP Tonic YouTube channel. We normally push the interviews to the YouTube channel first. So if you can't wait for the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll be first to see the interview. Um, So, Adrian, how can people find out more about your product and about you in general? Uh, Well, we have... Tons of channels to re- actually reach me personally. So you can uh, reach me at info at Groundhog. Well, that's with two Gs, by the way, H-O-G-G dot I-O. And you, that's my personal email address. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Uh, you can go to Groundhog, again, with two Gs dot I-O. Uh, and that is our website. You can download the plugin from there. You can also go to uh, WordPress forward slash plugins forward slash Groundhog, again, with two Gs, and download the plugin uh, freely from the WordPress repository. Uh, and we also have a Facebook page, Facebook group, Twitter, you name it. Uh, we have all of those avenues in order to be able to find out more about our product and what we can do in order to help your business grow. That's great. And Cindy, how people can find out more about you and your knowledge, Cindy? Sure. Um, if uh, you're looking to create an online course and need some help with how to put it together, you can uh, reach out to me at thecoursewhisperer.com or come find me on LinkedIn. That's great. We'll see you next week where we're going to have another great interview covering marketing, automation, anything that helps you if you're looking to build an online course and get that freedom that you're looking for. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.